All right, what's going on? Welcome to Insight with Irv. These are four mistakes that you want to avoid in your 20s to ensure that you have a better experience in your 30s, a better life experience in your 30s. I was joking around with my videographer uh, before going live and I was telling him, because he's about to turn 30, and I was telling him, you got a couple more months before this airs uh, for you to like take heed of what I'm about to break down. So, um, and I said that jokingly, right? Uh, because maybe you're listening to this and you're already in your thirties. Maybe you're listening to this and you're in your forties, especially I'm looking at some of the demo, some of the demographics of some of our viewers. And that's right around that age group, like 25 to 44 is like our sweet spot. We have a couple of you guys in your fifties. We have a couple of you guys like fresh out of college, but that's mainly our sweet spot. And so I'm going to be speaking to two audiences today. The first is those of us that are still in our twenties. This is going to apply for you way more than it's going to apply for maybe someone else that's already in the 30s, kind of like myself or somebody in their 40s or someone in their 50s. Now, for those of us that are in our 30s or 40s or 50s, don't like sign off of this. Don't log off. Don't like skip. Right. If you're listening to this in your car, you still want to pay attention to what I'm about to break down, because even though these are things that serve you far better or far more, if you're in your 20s, it's still going to help you out again if you are well past that age. Now, you do want to get a beat on this as fast as you can. So if you're listening to this and you just don't apply with what I'm about to give you, it's literally just information, a gem, um, helpful advice if you want to take it as that, right? Which I'd be flattered if you take it as advice, but really just suggestions that I think you can use to live a better life. The first thing that you want to watch out for, which is essentially the first mistake, is going to be you're not prioritizing skill uh, skill building. I'll say that again. You're not prioritizing the skills that you're building. Now, I don't want to get too lost in the weeds of the type of skills that you want to build because I think we have other episodes out, out there that we've covered. Heck, you can go on YouTube right now, literally YouTube, Google, top 10 skills for 2023, top 10 skills for 2024, whatever it is, whenever it is that you're listening to this. But you're you're just not prioritizing the skills altogether, whether that's writing copy whether that's getting better at videography, whether that's getting better at communicating in front of a camera with content, whether that's your soft skills of how you articulate a message to your team. If you're maybe in a career that's, hey, are there certain credentials or certain certifications that you can get that's going to give you a nice bump when you go out there in a competitive market to maybe ask for a, an increase in your wage or to maybe ask for an increase to a client when you're trying to justify, hey, this is why I charge how much I charge. Skills is what ultimately pays the bills, but I take a step forward. I think that skills that are stacked ultimately help help you build a fortune. So you want to pay attention to skills. Do not neglect it. One of the ways that I heard it put is the most expensive, it's essentially the, 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 the biggest expense that we have isn't taxes. The biggest expense that we have isn't a divorce, right? They took half the house. They took the kids. They took the dogs. The most expensive tax that we pay is ignorance tax. Taking that a step forward, and I heard this from someone, so I can't take credit for it, but the person that I heard it from said it like this. They said, let's say that your goal is to make a million dollars in a year, and you only make $100,000 a year. Life is essentially taxing you $900,000 for you not knowing how to make a million dollars. Like When I heard it put that way, and obviously it doesn't need to be a million dollars, it could be a quarter million dollars, and you're making 100K, Life is taxing you 150K a year. If you want to make 100K and you're at 50, life is taxing you 50K a year. I don't know about you guys, but that's far more than most of us pay in taxes. Like, if you're listening to this, 
odds are you aren't paying $50,000 in taxes. If you're listening to this, odds are you aren't paying a million dollars in taxes. If you listen to this and you want to get to 10 million, odds are, and you're at a mill, odds are life right now isn't taxing you 9 million or, or your, the IRS isn't taxing you $9 million. And so the second mistake that you want to watch out for in your 20s is your energy levels. You're not taking advantage of your energy of your energy levels. This is why they say have kids young, even though now in 2023, I really do think that that's kind of getting pushed back. Like people aren't having kids like our, like our parents were. Like I was my, my I was my mom's fourth kid, right? My mom was 30. She was pregnant with me at 29, having her fourth kid at 30. Most of us aren't having our first kid in 2023, 2024, and beyond until right around that. And that gap is getting pushed back right around 30, 31, 32, 33. Like I have friends in their 30s, been married for a couple of years. They still don't have kids. Why do I bring that up? When you're in your 20s, there's certain things that you can do with your energy that you just can't do in your 40s. And for the, for those of us that are a bit older, you guys know where I'm coming from with this, right? Where especially if you drink a little bit more, you just, and I hear this all the time. I'm not a big drinker, but I hear this from my friends where they say, oh, dude, like I go out for some drinks now and it takes me like three days and ibuprofen to recover. Back then in college, I'd be able to just tear the house down a couple kegs and I'd be taking finals the next day. Like nothing happened. For me, I see it more so of things that I want to attack where when you're in your 20s, you almost have or at least hopefully most of us have this boldness that you have in your 20s. Maybe it's because life hasn't smacked you around just yet. So that can be like a pro and a con. But you also have like this boldness of, dude, I can take that on. I can do that right now. Some of those, some of that comes with being a little naive, just not understanding how things work. But the other half of that comes with you having energy levels that you can just do more, right? You have less responsibilities in terms of a family. You have less responsibilities in terms of maybe a career that you need to stick to, right? You have maybe less responsibilities of, uh, you can kind of, I'd say kind of screw around a little bit more with even your diet than when you can if you're in your 40s or in your 50s, where if you just look at food, when you're getting a little bit older, you start getting weight. In your 20s, and I was having this conversation with my wife, I told her, man, it's getting a little, it's getting a little bit harder to kind of trim the weight off if I have like a, an extra cheat meal in the weekend versus when I was like 25, 26, I would have literally ice cream, pizza, some chips over the weekend. And then by like Wednesday, I had to go to the gym, do some cardio Monday, Tuesday. By Wednesday, I'd be pretty much back to the to the weight that I, that I was originally. Now, it takes at least two weeks to kind of get back into that shape, which kind of ties into you watching that energy when you're in your 20s. And this is why I said earlier, if you're in your 30s, you're listening to this, you're not necessarily old, but you you do start to feel that difference kind of creeping up on you, especially when you're not taking care of your of, of your of your physical states. You do start to especially watch that in your 40s and in your 50s. So maybe that one may not be as applicable to you, but in that case, you definitely want to take care of your diet and of your uh of your of your workout regimen. Number three is you're not taking advantage of your risk tolerance. This one's a big one. I remember one of the biggest decisions that I ever made was when I moved to South Florida uh, when I when I first got married. I think that we had got married in February. I moved. We, we made the decision to move to South Florida because we just wanted to try something new. We had been in Central Florida pretty much our whole life. So that was about three, four hours south. Brand new market. No one knew us. No sphere of influence. Nothing. You ask me to do that now. I'll think about it twice. The reason I'll think about that twice is because now there's four kids on the line. 
The reason why I think about that twice is because now there's a bigger team that I have to manage. The, the reason why I think about that twice is because now my wife has more of a leadership role inside of the church that we serve at. So these are things that you want to pay attention to when you're younger because the risk tolerance of what you have to lose is like right here. And it's so backwards where I hear someone say, well, I don't have anything going for me, especially when they're younger. And I hear that. And I think to myself, that's freaking amazing. Because that means that you have, if you have nothing going for you, that means you have nothing to lose. So you should be the person literally putting it all on red. You should be the person rolling the dice. Because if you lose, dude, it's just you. Like you don't have an organization yet. You don't have a, a, an entire family to feed. Odds are you're probably watching this and you maybe still have some of your parents taking care of some of your bills. And that's totally fine. You can maybe, you're maybe at the point where you still have like your part-time job or you kind of have a full-time job but you're still dabbling around in a couple of things because you still kind of have mom and dad or maybe you have a sibling that's kind of helping you out. When you're in your 20s, like the risk tolerance that you have, it's so much greater for those of us that are in our 40s and our 50s, not to make excuses for us, that you just end up becoming more risk adverse, meaning you're just not as likely to take risk. And that's even a thing when um, like management funds are investing for you when you're in your 20s, they're doing way more on the risk side when you're in your 20s, 30s, and early 40s. And then it starts to kind of flip over when you start going into your 50s, 60s, and 70s. And at that point, it's just about mitigating risk because now there's way more on the line. And so you want to really pay attention to the type of risk that you're putting. And if you're not taking enough risk, let this be like a thing for you. Hey, it's okay to take a risk. It's okay to fail. It's okay to screw up. That's the whole point of doing that while you're a little bit younger because you have more margin for error rather than when you get a little bit older and that scale starts to kind of tip over. And then the fourth and final mistake that you want to pay attention to in your 20s is, and this is kind of like a split, so I'll say how I have it written down, is you're buying stuff without a return, and then you're investing in stuff without full knowledge. Let me say that again. So a risk that you want to pay attention to in your 20s is that you're buying stuff that you're not going to see a return on, and or you're investing into stuff that you don't necessarily understand enough about. Meaning, if I'm buying stuff, aka dumb stuff, Right. I'm buying stuff. We've all heard, the, all heard the same. I'm buying stuff to impress people that don't even like me or I'm buying stuff to impress people that don't even know I exist. You're really just doing it for external validation where if you're buying this stuff, it should be for you. The basic needs. So if I'm honest with you, if you're buying stuff and you're not seeing a return, on it, it's because you're not buying the right stuff. So every move at this point that I'm making, it's because I'm going to see a return. on it. If I'm buying this microphone, I'm not just buying it for glitz and glamour. I'm buying it because I'm going to we want to sound better so that we can bring out better content so that we can sound better for our audience so that we can attract a new audience so that we can continue to serve the audience that we have if i buy a light to my right it's not so that hey i just have an extra light to say hey hoorah i bought an extra light it's so that we can get a return on that again so that our content looks better if even if you're buying merch like you're into shoes you're into bags i would find a way to monetize that and i would find a way to really kind of like work that in to my, my, my sphere of genius, so to speak. Now, you're probably thinking to yourself, well, Irv, I don't own a business or I don't run a business. Like, how exactly can I get a return on stuff that I buy? You want to pay attention to the stuff that you buy. Hey, am I, am I buying education? And I'm not just talking about education school. Like, that's its own different thing. I'm talking about, again, education with skills, kind of like what we mentioned earlier, where you're just not prioritizing it. So that on that, you're going to get a return. But really the second part of this, which is I think it's crucial, especially in a day and age, where people are desperate is you're investing into stuff that you know nothing about. 
And so you saw an ad that you clicked on that said you can become a real estate millionaire in the next 30 days if you just take this course or if you just watch this video. You know nothing about that. You don't know enough about that. And the reason why a lot of people uh, get taken advantage of by you know these get rich quick schemes is because they haven't prioritized the first couple of things that we listed inside of this podcast, which is getting skilled. When you're skilled, you don't have to depend off of easy fixes or quick pills or get fast uh, or, or get fast quick schemes because you understand, hey, there's a certain price that I have to pay for the skills that I have. It's either going to be with your money. So you're going to be investing in a mentor and a coach or you are going to be investing it with your time, which in my opinion, you really want to do that in your 20s. And if again, you're watching this in your 30s and your 40s, like never stop learning. That's one of the main things. So you can still do that. Right. That's still applicable to all of us. So that's essentially it when it comes to just four different mistakes that I see people in their 20s making and they end up and they end up paying for it in the 30s. Like I I see it all the time where people that I went to school with um, or even college with people that I worked with. And not, and not to throw shade or anything, but they kind of just kept doing the same things over and over and over and over and over again and it, until it just caught up. And then age starts, starts to kind of catch up and you're saying, man, you know, in my 20s, I can work, you know, 40, 50, 60 hours for a company. Um, you know, and I, I, I could do that in my 20s. In my 40s, my 50s, when, they, when you start to have a family, when they start to kind of ask you to come back in on your days off, when they start, when you start feeling that burnout creeping, you start to realize, man, I should have really prioritized either A, learning more about investments or B, learning more about how to build my business if that's the route that you want to take or C, how can I add an additional source of income, which again comes through skill building and comes through taking risk. The lack of knowledge holds us back, but also that being risk adverse, especially early on, that's that that's hard for a lot of people to snap out of. But the faster you can snap out of that and do it calculated, a calculated risk, the better you're going to be in your 30s. And if you're watching this now, the better you're going to be in the next decade. So if you found value in this content, consider hitting the subscribe button down below. The only ask that we have isn't to buy anything on here. It's literally just to help us spread the word of this show and just share it with someone that you think is going to find value in it. So just consider sharing this by hitting that link down below. Appreciate each and every single one of you guys. And until next time, I will see you in the next episode.